Hey Effective Fam, welcome to the podcast. Just before we get into things, I want to let you guys know about 2021. All my days is set to be a big year. Between June 14th and August 21st, 2021, we're set to have three in-residence programs. That's right. It's our London training camp. We're going to have expert coaches, showcases in front of scouts, two trainings a day, um, stadium tours, the best of what London, England has to offer in one camp. So we got dates between June 14th and August 21st. Um, it's going to be it's set to be an amazing time. DM us on Instagram at Train Effective if you want an itinerary, um, which is like a PDF. It like shows all the details, what's happening every single day. DM us on Instagram at Train Effective. If you don't have Instagram, email us team at traineffective.com and um, you're going to get a PDF. And guys, it's, it's looking amazing. Um, and I believe 80% of spots are booked out. So we have 20, what is it? We have 20% of spots left. All right, guys, enjoy the podcast. A lot of players aren't the best players, like, but they have one or two things that stand out. And one of those things for you, if you're listening to this, could be leadership. It could be leadership. What does that mean? And what's up, uh, Rex? What's up, Shadi? Abin? What's up, Omar? What's up? What's up? What's up, Richard? Um, what is this thing? Have you guys ever been in a in a play? I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with a question. Do you consider yourself a leader? Yes or no? Do you think you are a leader? Yes or no? We got yes, yes, Rex, Georgia. Okay, Muku, why do you think you're a leader? And Asharia, Lee, all you guys are saying no. Why are you not a leader? Why is that? Why are you not a leader? <clears throat> for the people that say no, why don't you consider yourself a leader? For the people that are saying yes, why do you consider yourself a leader? Maria says yes. Nice, Maria. But why is that? Tom Bay says yes. I want to know why, guys. Why? Sheik says he's a leader because I did a young leader training with Manchester City group and the Manchester City coach was impressed because I would always answer the questions and participate in training. All right. Shadi, I try to lead people to do good things. Okay, great. Muku. Muku says the reason why he's a leader, it says whenever our team is in a tight situation, the team always to, seems to look to me for inspiration. Asharia says, I don't feel like I should tell other athletes what I should do. That's why she doesn't consider herself a leader. What else do we have here? Tombe considers himself a leader because when I train with my team, I'm the most vocal and I tell others what to do. Who else do we have here? Communication and being a role model with Luke. Omar says he's not a leader because he lacks confidence. Sheikh says he's not a leader because he needs to step out of his comfort zone. All right, we're pretty split here. Ellie says, I feel like I'm a leader because I try to help everyone throughout the game, helping everyone adapt. All right, lovely. 
lovely. Um, now, I'm not a leader because I communicate again. All right, here we go. So we, we got a few yeses, we got, a, we got a few noes, really some really interesting replies here. Um, and I'm gonna start with, I'm gonna start with Asheria here. Oops, hold on. I'm gonna start with Asheria here who says, Asheria, I don't feel like I should tell other, other athletes what to do. Got ya. Okay, so the guys, the thing about the leadership, thing about leadership, the reason why it's so important is you guys are all gonna get to a stage if you haven't already, where you become the best player in the team. And the best teams, the best teams guys, always have strong leaders. Barcelona team who, win, who won many Champions League. Uh, Liverpool wins many Champions League or Premier Leagues right now. Man City, um, Bayern Munich. All the, if you think of these teams, they all got leaders in their teams. If you want to win as a team, you need leaders. If you want to win as an individual, you want to win as much as you can, you need to be a leader. Because I'm saying this because once you become the best in your team, once you become the best in your team, everybody needs to look to someone to give, provide them that inspiration and that motivation every day to go out, go out and go out of what they need. Right? Ellie, completely right. Ramos at Real Madrid, yeah. But you see now Real Madrid's fallen behind a bit. Is it because they've lost that, not just the talents and the skills of, of Cristiano Ronaldo, but the role model he is and the leadership that someone like Cristiano presents because he's someone that does everything pretty much perfectly in his life to be the best footballer he can be, Cristiano. You know? So... Is that a reason why Real Madrid hasn't done so well? Yeah, probably. Right? And so once you once you become like the best in your team, you want to really make sure your team win tournaments and win games and win things. You need to be a leader in your team. You need to be the one that people look up to for inspiration. You need to be the one where they say Shadi. They say Shadi or they say Tin. Eric. They say, Oliver, hey, you know, when the team is one nil down and everyone's putting their head down, are you going to put your head down too as well? Or are you going to say to the team, hey, boys, hey, girls, no, nah, listen, we're just one nil down, whatever. We can get one goal back. Let's get one goal back, boys and girls. One goal back. One goal back. That's what we need. One goal back. And if everyone puts their head down in the team, are they going to get one goal back? Probably not, because they got their heads down. If they, if if they got their heads down, then and and if someone's not really playing positively in the team and really wants to win and is really being a role model to the others, then then the team is going to feel the energy right of each other that oh we're losers, uh you know uh yeah, I mean there's no one here that's guiding us to victory. There's no one here guiding us to. To, to showing us that we can actually win this thing or we can we can get another one. And so that's why leadership is, is so important because like 
once you become in this situation, you want to win. Got to display that leadership. You got to be the person that that people can look towards for hope, for inspiration, for positivity. Right? This is a hundred percent me. Hundred uh, percent me, John Terry. John Terry, guys. John Terry, leader. Cristiano, leader. I want to want to give one example with Cristiano Ronaldo. Do you guys remember in the 20, was it 2018? No, 2016. Sorry, 2016 Euros, European final. Has anyone seen that, the video? Do you, does anyone remember the, the Euro 2016 final uh, where it's Portugal versus, uh, who was it? Was it France? Can't remember now. But um, Portugal, France. Did, did you guys remember how Ronaldo got injured in the first 20 minutes or so? I think he got into minute minute 20 and then you'd see him on the sidelines on the sideline with an injured knee like like encouraging his team against a very difficult opponent against a very very difficult opponent you know did you guys see that and you say to yourself if anyone else was in that situation where they knew they were the top player they knew they could make the difference in the match and their team knew that they could make the difference in the match. Because just imagine, guys, you're playing you're playing a match like your local team, and then you know Cristiano Ronaldo comes on your team. Then you probably think you're going to win the match, right? If Cristiano Ronaldo joined your team. But then what happens if Cristiano Ronaldo got injured? Then the confidence goes down, right? Like you, you start second-guessing yourself. Like, oh, maybe, maybe we're not going to win the game because Cristiano is on our team. The leaders on that team, the best guy on that team. So what did Cristiano Ronaldo do? Well, he didn't just go off injured, crying, and just kind of crossing his arms and frustrated that you know he hasn't he hasn't been able to play in the most one of the most pivotal games of his career, his first chance to win a major tournament. He didn't get frustrated and overthink and get down about it. No. You guys saw Cristiano, right, in that game. He put his shoes on, wrapped up his knee, and he said to his teammates, said, you guys can win this without me. You guys can do this. You guys can do it. And then you see throughout that final, guys, him jumping on the sidelines on the injured knee, telling, ordering (laughs) what the team need to do, where they need to be to, to be alert. Um, it came to extra time and he's going to everybody, patting him on the back and saying, you got this, you got this, you can do this. You got this, you got this, you got this guy. Come on, you got this. Don't be afraid. And that guys, even though he's not on the fields, he is displaying leadership that way because he's showing, he's showing how much he knows that that team can win. He knows that if those guys believe in themselves, they can win. And that is is every that's inspiration. That is that is a role model. That is someone that is so determined to win, to be a winner that even when he's off the field, he can still inspire his team, inspire his coaches, inspire the staff to feel the energy that he, he feels to go and win what he can go and do, do what he needs to do. You know, that guys. If that doesn't inspire you, if you don't feel the Cristiano spirit in a game like that, guys, man, 
you're gonna feel it guys feel it feel it feel that winning feel it because when you embody that and when it feels like everything's on the line to win you're gonna inspire your team guys you can you're gonna inspire your team and asharia going back to asharia going back to uh georgia georgia will be the only way raising his hand cool going back to the people that that said they they're not a leader or maybe you guys even said yes but you know deep in that deep down inside you still got some work to do guys i i was for me uh, a lot of people say some people say thank you ben you're my inspiration rascal i appreciate that guys thank you but i was i don't think i was ever um especially younger someone that was an inspiration someone that was someone people look towards now and say yeah he's a leader or he's a captain or whatever never i was the youngest child i was always the shyest probably but i realized that maybe when i was 15 16 years old through football that once i got to become the best player in my team i was the most skilled most talented i've been working the hardest what i was very scared of guys was like shouting i was scared to be vocal i was scared to demand the ball i was scared to lead the team for a warm-up even though the team really needed someone to lead a warm-up the team really needed someone to be vocal the team really needs someone to put put other people you know be disciplined and you know these things as a player because you're learning them now if you're in a in a team and you know all these things but they're not happening then you then you got to be the one that steps up and does it right you got to be the one that steps up no one else because if you don't step up who who is going to step up who's going to step up but if you step up and you start being the person that people look towards then you can change things for not just yourself but for your teammates you can change things what's up carolina ayush guadalupe you can be the one that changes things you can be the one you can be the one but all that starts is with saying to yourself if i display leadership if I just challenge myself to be more vocal and challenge myself to speak up, challenge myself to give kind, positive, encouraging words and uplifting the opponents or uplifting my teammates, I'm going to be the one who can really make a difference for my team and really make others happier, make others really feel what I'm feeling, feel my winning spirit. And just be, even if, if I display leadership, maybe I'm going to give something in their life that's going to inspire them. Maybe I'm going to give them some hope in the game. And it just takes that little moment where someone believes in themselves enough that they get on the end of the, he end of the header or they, they end up blocking the shot or they end up making that, that pass through the words that you said and the confidence that you gave them to be able to give a pass to a teammate and for that teammate to score because of what you said five minutes earlier or what you said at halftime or what you said at the start of the game or how you leaded the warm-up and how do you start this how do you start this if i i know my words now could seem to you like okay 
that that's inspiring nick i feel motivated to do that but it's like the the words that start coming out of the mouth it's like i'm choking it's like i don't want to be vocal i don't how do you how do you make yourself be vocal because i just well this is what you do then i used to i used to write on my uh right on my wrist or just having my brain but right on my wrist like speak or talk i'd write talk and you guys know we talked about this at the start of the 21 days of dedication i would at the end of every week i'd sort of reflect on the things i needed to work on right and one of the things i i needed to work on is leadership so i said to myself okay how am i going to be a best the best leader in my team so okay it's going to start with me being vocal it's going to start with me i need to be more vocal the coaches said i need to be more vocal I know if I am more vocal, I can tell the younger players where they need to be, what they need to do. I can motivate them, inspire them, get them to come back. And if I'm more vocal, I know that the team stands a better chance of winning. So how do I be more vocal? Well, my number one fear was, what are the other players going to think of me if I'm more vocal? Because they never heard me vocal before. They, they don't hear me shout and scream. And I was like, what are, what are the coaches going to think if I'm more vocal? Because they don't hear me shout. I know they told me told me to be more vocal, but have they ever heard me scream at the top of my lungs? It sounds like stupid. It sounds kind of stupid, but like a, a lot of people think this way. I think a, a lot of people, a lot of you guys might relate. Because do you want to be the one guy shouting? But I said, what? You know what? I have to do it. I have to do it if I'm going to reach the next level. So I, I wrote talk on my hand. I said, okay, I did the Sunday reflection. I said, okay, I need to be more vocal. So from tomorrow's training, I'm going to have to be vocal. For every time I should be vocal and I'm not, I'm going to give myself 10 push-ups or 20 push-ups. Or if I'm not vocal and it happens once, I'm not vocal, no PS5 or no PS4, no PS3 for the next week. No PlayStation, no TV, no Netflix for next week or something like that. A punishment like that if I'm not vocal. And I signed it to myself. I said, I'm going to do this. So the training came around. And I, I like, in the warm-up, I started saying some more things, a bit warmed up. We're going to a match. And then the first scenario came. And I remember, I think I was in the midfield. I was running back to defend. And one of the midfielders wasn't dropping to defend. So I said... I said, okay, this, this, I thought to myself, well, I'm running back. I should tell, um, I should tell Ben that he should get back. Cause if Ben doesn't get back, that midfield is going to be able to break and they're going to take a shot. So I, so I was like, okay, I, I usually don't scream, but I'm going to say it now, Ben, 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 <clears throat> Ben, yeah, Ben, get back, man, get back. And Ben sort of looked at me, he's like, is that Nick shouting? Says, yeah, that's, yeah, that's me shouting. Come. So he gets back. <laughs> he gets back and then boom, Ben gets back. And then it got easier. I saw the striker wasn't working hard enough. Hey, Georgie, Georgie, you got to win that ball, man. Come on. Georgie, put pressure on him, pressure on him. Yeah, Georgie, I'm on your right. I'm on your right. So he presses on the left. Boom, we, we win the ball. We get a goal. And now I start being a bit more vocal. But if I was not to say in that situation to Ben or Georgie that they should do this or that, or that I was on their right or on their left behind them, 
then we maybe never would have won that ball or never had the chance to score or whatever. So that's why, guys, you you gotta you gotta challenge yourself to be more vocal. And after that, it's saying, okay, if who's gonna be leading the warm up? Who's gonna be the most vocal? Who is going to demonstrate the most leadership? I used to I used to be scared of leading the warm up because I was like, okay, what exercise do I do? Are people even going to follow me? You know, like all this stuff. Who, who, who's led a warm up here? Who's led a warm up here? If you haven't, and you really want to display leadership, I really recommend you just try it. Do it. Tell yourself that this is going to be uh, important for you if you do. Like even something as simple as leading as leading a warm up is going to. Ultimately, guys, it's going to increase your confidence. Jamison just, it's going to increase your confidence to take a leadership position in the team. Because once you take a leadership position, then all, all you can do is be confident. Ellie and Vedan, all you can do is, is be confident. Because now the team's looking to you for leadership. The team is looking to you to be their Cristiano Ronaldo. The team is looking to you to be their Virgil van Dijk or their Harry Maguire or their, you know, whatever. So you can do it, guys. You can be a leader. But what I recommend you to do for the pen and paper crew, the next team situation that you have, the next team situation that you have, challenge yourself. Literally write it down before training. Please do this, guys, before the next team situation. Something like, I will lead the warm-up. Or something like, if I'm not vocal, then I've got a punishment. I've got 100 push-ups after the game or something. Write it, sign it to yourself, promise yourself, pinky promise yourself that you do this. Pinky promise yourself. Like promise yourself that you do it. Because if you do this stuff, I promise you guys, this is one way you're going to increase your confidence. But this is also one way that if your team is looking for a leader, your team is looking for more confidence, if you want to get to the next level, then it's going to be a good, good thing. And, and you're going to make, it's, it's going to be a good, good thing. Even in triad situations, lead the warm up. If everyone's warming up on their own way, then that's bad, right? Say, say to yourself, hey, coach, can I, lead the, can I lead a warm up? The coach will say, whoa, he's really motivated. Or wow, he's, he really looks like a leader. Because good coaches want to see warm ups, don't they? But it's hard for that one person to say, hey, oi, you guys, let's get in a warm-up. And the other people follow and say, yeah, okay. And then the coach looks at you and says, wow, okay, he, he, may, he might not be the most talented, but he's a leader. If it's a new team, you know, then it's different. If it's a tryout and there's a lot of new players, there you go. So that's it, guys. That's leadership. Let's take questions. Let's take questions. Oh, great question again. Here we go. Lee Shun. Always on a Lee Shun is on a streak of great questions. So players won't listen to you. <clears throat> players won't listen to you if you're one of the bench players slash not in starting eleven. 
slash younger player in an older age group being vocal, they will probably ignore you because you're not good enough. Are there any solutions? Lee, that's not true. Um, let's take, what's his name? Blaise Matuti for PSG. I think Blaise Matuti was 20 or 21 uh, when he became the captain of PSG. Most players were older than him. John Terry, when he was, I think, 18, 19, maybe younger, he was breaking in the first team at Chelsea and he was telling the captain what to do. Uh, Rio Ferdinand. Rio Ferdinand was, I think, 2021 20, when he was playing at Leeds United and he got made captain. Most of the players were younger than him, uh, sorry, older than him. Um, you know, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter about your age. It doesn't. It matters about your confidence. If you know you can make a difference, if you know that you can make a difference through your words and through the things that you say, then you've got to be confident and, and back yourself, man. If they ignore you, then so what if they ignore you? You say, George, I told you to get back. Listen, man, listen. Listen to me. I'm telling you instructions. And you just, you got to go hard on that guy then. Because if he's not getting back for the benefit of the team, but you're telling him and you know that if he gets back or if he gets in position he, he should be, then you're, he's going to benefit the team. You're going to benefit from him being in the right position. Then you got to say that, right? And the solution if someone ignores you or tells you you're too young is say, I want to win. Lee, you want to win. I want to win this game, man. You tell him, I want to win this game. I want to win this game. I really want to win this game. And if we're, if we're going to win this game, I just want you to come back. I want you to be in position. I want you to listen to me, man, because I want to win this game. Don't you want to win this game as well? And if you keep, if you keep saying that, Lee, if you keep saying those things, and people around you see that this Lee guy, he really wants to win. He's really out there giving it his all. Then over time, you'll get that respect. Maybe they'll ignore you, but if you keep going at it, Lee, eventually they respect you. But the more that you you start thinking what other people think about you and they ignore you, blah, blah, blah. No. As a leader, you got to be the one setting the tone. As a leader, you're the one who wants to win, right? So you, first and foremost, got to be the one that demonstrates that winning spirit, that winning mentality, that winning hunger. And if you really want to win, you won't care about, well, because Mark annoys, uh, Mark, Mark is annoyed because, because you're, he's not getting back in position. You're telling him you should get back. Come on. No. Keep going, Lee. Keep going. That's the solution. You're welcome. Let's take another question. Juan, how to be a leader off the pitch? How do you be a leader off the pitch? My teammates love Fortnite and those things more than football. They don't take training that seriously. Great question, Juan. Um, if you're in a, in a team like that where people are sort of just playing for fun and it's a bit more casual, then 
you sometimes got to say to yourself, okay, and it's a tricky one because these could be your friends and things like that, but you know, you want to win, right? You, you want to win. You want to win. So if you want to win and the team, because they're not really motivated, they're not like getting back in position or doing the things that they, they, you think they're supposed to do because they're just lazy or they just, you know, they're just doing this for fun. They don't care about winning. Then Juan, what I would do in this case, if I'm going on the pitch, is just be the guy. Be the guy that ends up winning the game. You, you ever seen them? I've, I've said this about six times. You ever seen the Michael Jordan documentary with Michael Jordan, The Last Dance, and how Michael Jordan just lifts up the team? Sometimes he'll just take the entire weight of his team on his back and win the game for him. I think, you know, five against five basketball, it's a bit like that. You can have a bit more influence on the team. With 11 versus 11, it's like it gets a little bit different. But even Cristiano, Cristiano, you could argue that he, when his teammates are not performing, sometimes he just takes takes the weight off the team and just scores the goals or do, does what he needs to do to go win the game. He, he just takes responsibility and goes straight up like that one. So just you have to be the you have to say to yourself, okay, team is like this, but I'm gonna be carrying the team. I'm gonna be the one. I'm gonna be the one. I'm gonna carry the team. I'm gonna do it. And one, that's what you gotta do. And if you're still not happy with that and it gets boring or you don't want to carry the team, then try and try and you know join a better team where your teammates are really serious and really want to get to the next level. But in any situation you're in, even if, if it's just casual pickup, carry the team, man. Carry the team. Jackson Davies says, how do I improve if I don't have a club or a team to play in? Jackson, um, very simple. You've got so much training you can do individually. You've got things like the Train Effective app, with the workouts and the drills and the exercises, which feel just like a professional football academy with all the content and all the workouts you can do on there. So number one, do that. But number two, try and try and do one pickup pick up match a, a week, at least. On a Saturday or a Sunday when you see players on the field, do a pickup. Do pickup and test everything that you're learning on that pickup. And if the pickup are with really bad players, it doesn't matter. Keep carrying the team and keep doing what you need to do. Carry the team. Got it? Still a lot you can do. You're welcome. I hope you really do appreciate the content. Thank you, North. De Bruyne at 17 was a leader bossing around Genk players. Yes, De Bruyne is Belgian. He was playing at Genk uh, at, what, 17 years old? Yeah. You're welcome, Jackson. Hello, Jaden. Here we go. Another question. I think these are great questions, by the way. Keep them coming. So let's take uh, Sheik. What do you think is something a player, coach, slash manager must always manage or control so it doesn't seem like he or she are taking advantage of their teammates while also having to play with them as well? How do you balance between being a coach and a player at the same time? Um. How do you balance it? Uh, I've never really been in this situation, Sheik, but 
what I would say is that I think when you say manage or control, yes, you don't want to be too bossy, right? And I, I think probably players will come at you sometimes and say, Sheik, you're being too bossy or Sheik, you're being, you're being too, uh, too controlling or whatever, which in that case, you just got to say, Sheik, like to the, to the team, hey, Sheik, uh, you got to say, hey, guys, listen, I just, I want to win. I know you guys want to win too. I want to make sure that we win. And I know if we do these things right, that we can win this game. And I'm very confident in that. Sometimes you just got to say that. Um, because you know that if these certain players, they don't follow these instructions or we don't do these things on the field, then the team might end up losing. But the way that you're going to get respect from your players and stuff like that is just make them understand that, listen, you have respect for all of them, but being the coach and being a player as well, I, you really want to win. You really want to win. Sometimes you're going to make decisions that they don't like. You have to say that. Sometimes I'm going to make decisions you don't like, but guys, I really want to win. I have respect for all of you. And as long as we do this together, we stick together and you, and you stand by me, I promise, guys, I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to give my best. And I promise if we keep going like this, if we keep trying our best, we're going to get there. We're going to get there, guys. And if you say it like that, then you got to say to you, you got to, and the players don't respect you, then you've done all you can. But if you say it like that, you, listen, there's not much else you can do, my man. Is it more effective? Oh, this is a great one. Is it more effective? Is it more effective to be vocal in a frustrated way? Like vocal, like, ah, oh, Marcus, what are you doing, my man? What are you, you have, you have to score that, bro. You have to score that. Or do you say, okay, Marcus, next time, next time, next time you're going to score that. Don't worry. There's two ways to say it, right? What's better? I think, <laughs> I think it depends on the player, honestly. Some players, some players really need positive encouragement. Some players react better to more frustration and, you know, someone getting mad at them. Um, for me, though, personally, I think it's always better to react a bit, react positively. You don't, you know, you want to, especially if it's a very good player, right? A good player, you know he's a good player, you know he's been working hard in training and he misses a shot, a re really easy shot or a really easy opportunity. You know that sometimes these things happen. You gotta, you can't get frustrated about that. You gotta say, "Hey, Nick, keep your chin up. You got this next time, bro. You got it next time. You got it next time." But then, if a player is, if a player is not coming back for the ball, he's lazy. He's not trying to win the balls. Then it's a time that you really gotta get frustrated. Then, because obviously that positive encouragement isn't isn't working. So if I'm, let's say Lee, I'm not, I'm not tracking back. I look like I'm tired. I'm not, I'm not, look, I don't look like I want to be there today. I, I don't want to win the ball. I'm not getting on the end of challenges. Then Lee, it's probably better than to react with a bit more frustration and say, Hey, Marcus, oh, come on, man. Put some fight into it. Put some energy into it. You can do better, man. Come on, do this for the team. You got this. 
see, I'm saying you're a bit more frustrated, but it's 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 going to be better than okay next time, Marcus. You got you know no. So it really depends, and you gotta you gotta ask yourself what the situation is. I just dropped out on Instagram Live, by the way. Far out. Um, we're gonna continue here. Uh, Jamal, if you want to know how much it costs to train with us in London, just DM us on Instagram for the itinerary um, because it, it depends on disc, like early bird specials and stuff like that. So make sure you uh, DM us. Shadi, to answer your question, you should watch the Game Brain video, the tactical video on Train Effective, called um, "Going Forward as a as a Fullback." When to attack as a fullback? It, it's a title of video like that. It's really good. Let's take another question, Georgia. How can I how can I find more time to play if I have schools and chores to do, um, Georgia? I always say it like this. You've got 168 hours in a week. 168. 24 hours times 7 is 168. So if you do the math and you you sleep 8 hours a night, all right? 8 hours a night times 7 is 56. So what's 168 minus 56? It's 112. So after sleeping, you've got 112 hours to do whatever you want. Now you've got another 12 hours to eat to shower, to go to the toilet, to um, to commute, maybe go to go to school, go come back from school, 12 hours. So really you've got 100 hours in the week to do whatever you want. Now to get good grades in school and to go to school, maybe it's what, 40 hours a week? To do chores, you need what, five hours a week? So think about how much time you have, Georgia. 40 hours plus five hours for chores is 45 hours. So you've got 55 hours to do whatever you want. Can you find 10 hours or 15 hours in your week to play football and train? Yeah, sure you can. But you just got to be a bit more stricter with your time. That's what I always say. And you've got to find the, where the time is going. And, and um, unfortunately, a lot, a lot of people um, say they don't have time, but when you really audit their time, they spend four hours a day on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram. And you just look at that and you say, if I cut out 90% of my time that I spent on social media and I just put that into football, where would I be? Guys, that's what I did. I would just spend three solid hours, two to three solid hours, three solid hours a day on average with football. But before that three hours, I was, I was spending playing FIFA. I used to play FIFA when I was 14, 13 for three hours a day. And instead of playing FIFA... I traded it for being on the football pitch and working on my football development. And I still had time to get decent grades and, well, not decent, I mean, I didn't, I still had time to be a kid and hang out with friends. I still, I did, did more, I worked more on my game than anyone else. And I went to school and I got somewhat okay grades. So you're welcome, Georgia. You're welcome, Shadi. You're welcome, Jamal. 
Okay, follow-up. So who is responsible on game day when the coach or manager is absent to give tactics against a well-balanced and experienced side? What would we do in that scenario? Sheik, if someone's absent and someone's got to step up, so then you be the one in that scenario. Just take that leadership, take that ownership, get a whiteboard or something, say, guys, formation, this is what we're going to do, and take it from there, my man. Jamal, if I have the skills but I don't have the speed, can I be a winger? Jamal, it really depends. I mean, um, you could argue that David Beckham, one of the best wingers in, in history, was never the fastest player, um, but he was somewhat fast. But his specialty was giving crosses and in-swingers and long balls. David Beckham-esque. Um, so, yeah. Hope that answers your question. You gotta, you gotta sort of audit yourself and say, can you do your, your crossing and scoring? Can that be on point, and then you still make a big difference, or is it, you know, is it something else? Is it another position more suited to you? Hope that makes sense. Adam Traore is pretty fast, but more importantly, he's strong and powerful. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the coach. It depends on how your team needs to play. Um, things like that. Duriel, will coaches appreciate clips in a highlight video from pickup matches? Will coaches appreciate tips? Ooh, from pickup matches? It depends on the coach. If you're going for a Division One college or professional club, to see other players at a pickup standard is not is not beneficial in their eyes because that's not a. If you're ripping them apart, you could be ripping them apart, and you show some good skill there, but it's not against an opposition which is a good opposition. So the coach might argue, well, anyone can do that. So it's always better to play in a match where the the players are somewhat decent. And yeah, try and get that footage, man, where you're playing on a decent pitch and it's a proper game um, because, yeah, that's very important. That's very important if you're, if you're trying to target coaches at that higher level. All right, guys, um, that's all the questions for now. This was day 15 of the 21 days of dedication. Next week is going to be the final week. It's going to be the final quarter. It's going to be the final quarter, guys, the final quarter of the 21 days dedication. So we've got the weekend ahead of us. But um, I hope you guys have obviously enjoyed the 21 days of dedication so far. For the pen and paper crew, I hope you're learning. I hope you're learning so much um, because – Every 21 days of dedication, there's been something that you can take away in your game. There is something that you can take away. And if you start adding all these things up, now that we're on day 15, you have 15 different things that you can add to your game. Guys, you can be twice or three times or five times a player you are at the start. So, um, so yeah, guys, I promise you, take something away from every single day. And most importantly, Apply it to your next training. Apply it to your next match. Apply it today. Take some pointers away about leadership. Be vocal. 
don't be afraid and you'll see yourself getting better every single training session every single team match until we re- we revisit we come back next year we come back in six months time and you see that wow you were just a shadow of the player that you once were because now you've left that shadow and you're a bigger giant you're a monster now um i will leave it to this guys if you we just started promoting on uh, on instagram our our european 2021 camp um it's going to be in london so if you're around from the 14th of july to the 12th of july 2021 send us a dm on instagram because uh that camp is going and there is a lot of demand for it we're getting hundreds of people interested and uh we don't have a lot of spots and there is also an early bird special so make sure you dm us message us on instagram at train effective and just say i want the pdf itinerary because i heard you on the uh on the 21 days of dedication day 15. all right guys lee hope that helped jamal hope that helped guys all you guys still on your streak chic shaddy on your streak baba i think you're on your streak as well lee you're maybe on your streak i'm not sure but good to see you guys abin thanks for coming olivier good to see you um rex you're welcome baba you're welcome georgia you're welcome have a nice day as well Janaid, see you later good to see you jamal chic olivier yep see you guys take care kill it this weekend guys kill it go and kill it guys you got this you got this make it happen everything you got one life don't waste it don't waste your life worrying about other people or different things and all this stuff just go and do it take everything that you're learning here and go and apply it and you will see how much more confident you become how much happier you become and how much more of a better player you become as a result if you just apply these things and you just keep going guys so all you guys see you next week and peace stay effective everyone see you later so we have three programs that are running next summer in london england the world's capital of football home to chelsea arsenal tottenham west ham watford crystal palace home to many 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 teams that you see on the premier league week in week out we have three dates june 14th to july 12th 2021 it's called the euro 2020 experience we've got a few spots left for that uh, July 12th to August 1st, 2021. That's called the Premier League Experience. Got a few spots left for that. Actually, no, that's a new camp. So we, we do have lots of spots left for that. Um, the one that we don't have many spots left for is, or maybe maybe by the time you listen to this, there are no spots left. August 2nd to 21st, 2021, which is also called the Premier League Experience. If you want access to any of those dates, want to come to London, um, we have a flexible coronavirus policy in case it gets affected. And we're going to have people from all over the world aged 14 to 29. Um, come and DM us on Instagram at Train Effective for the PDF itinerary. Or you can email us at team at traineffective.com and someone will get back to you ASAP. All right, guys, stay effective.